morning. Oh, we got a little Sex in the City <laughs> ring happening. We are live from Christy Lynn's Atelier. Aww. I mean, and you might think from the music that we're in Paris and the clothes <laughs> behind us and her incredible style, but we are here in Houston, Texas. But this collection that you created is such a worldly collection. We are traveling to Paris and Saint-Tropez this summer, mm -hmm. and you're going to see me and a lot mm -hmm. of her pieces because they are incredible. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. So tonight is your opening party yes. Yes. of your spring summer collection, mm -hmm. which is just so lovely mm -hmm. and so inspired by your travels. Yes. And you started Christy Lynn in 2020. Mm -hmm. uh, tell us about your feelings today when it's yeah. finally <laughs> here. It's like your baby. It is, it is. And I, I, and I was just telling you earlier, I'm still pinching myself. Like I'm, I woke up this morning and we have this opening, we have the grand opening of the atelier and I have such an amazing team. And it really just feels like it was just yesterday that I was working out of my living room. <laughs> yes. Like I was literally working out of my living room. We were, I was designing out of this small room on a wooden table that I brought from New York City, um, sketching up the designs and just making small samples. And the girls that um, have been part, you know, that have been involved with me from the very beginning are still here. Not, not, you know, it's actually just two girls, really. <laughs> Um, but, but it feels like an yes, army because yes. they are your people. Yes, and I, I am such a believer in having a really strong team. And I think that's really why um, we're here today. You know, this beautiful atelier, I'm able to have a space where we have a studio to showcase the collection. Customers can come to us, but also I can just go upstairs and do my design, which I really love to do. So it's been a truly amazing experience. I know that this is the beginning of the big journey but I'm really excited to share it with people like you. Oh, I love it. And I'm wearing one of her spring pieces and I have to show you guys this incredible dress. It's here to my left where you can see it. But I love the story behind this design. Mm -hmm. It came from Lake Como, Italy. It did, it did. So I love fabrics and I love art. Um, I grew up doing fine arts. I went to an art school. So that's really where my love is. And so a lot of the prints that are in the collection, I, I spend a lot of time going to archives and I love finding original artworks mm -hmm. that we can bring back and re refurbish, repaint it, recolor it. And this is actually one of them. And this print particular is mm -hmm. an Italian artist who lives in Lake Como. And he was inspired by his travels to the Caribbean. So I actually believe it was from like the 1930s. That's what the archivist was oh. telling me. And it's this beautiful like, piece of art it's an, it's an actual painting and so i bought that and we had redone the whole painting in house and it actually comes in this colorway and um a lovely pink colorway which we can show you later and you guys um, know how much i love I know pink, you love pink. Yes. i'm a pink girl <laughs> and i um what i love about your pieces and i certainly am my wardrobe has grown throughout the years but I love to buy pieces that I feel like I could wear on our travels mm -hmm. because now that we're getting back yes. to traveling, yes. I look at things and I say, could I wear this in Miami Beach? Could I wear it in LA? Would it be appropriate in New York? And then mm -hmm. 
Could I wear it when I'm vacationing mm -hmm. in Vail, Colorado, or mm -hmm. hopefully praying we're in Europe this mm -hmm. summer? Mm -hmm. um, and I feel that, like I, I think you, and I read that you're in 50 re retailers from the East Coast to the South, and yeah. I feel like a New York woman dresses so different than yeah. a Texas woman, yeah. but yet it fits right. in New York City. Yes, yes. Tell us a little bit about how you're able to find these designs and styles that transcend all of that. Yes, I think you're absolutely, I love to hear from you that you can take these clothes on your travels, yet you're every day. Yes. And Exactly, and I'm actually from Chicago, okay, the Windy City, and so that's I where grew up, Rob is from. Yes. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Um, so I grew up in the cold. I grew up in yes. like the winters, and but my dad, he's a scuba diver, and uh -huh. so he would take our family to the Caribbean every year. And so I already, since a young age, I was already exposed to like being on the beach, being on the boat, and having to pack for the vacation, and then coming back to real life. And so when I moved to New York City, and that's where I was there for 12, 13 years, I, every, every season, every summer, I'm like, okay, I'm getting out of here. I'm going to go pack my bags, go travel. And I felt like I needed to have a closet that I can take with mm -hmm. me to travel, but at the same time, bring it back to my everyday life and still look fashionable and still look very put together. So I think that's naturally what... I love in my dressing every day mm -hmm. and so I think it just comes out naturally in the collection that way and I my style story was um, I bought um, very inexpensive clothes my dad always wanted us to invest in property mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we did have nice cars okay. but um, he would travel to Italy and come back and gift me a Gucci bag, and mm -hmm. that was my prized possession. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that's how I fell in love with luxury mm -hmm. um, pieces. But as my, so I used to be more about go directly to the sale rack. What could I buy from mm -hmm. there? And I was trying to build my wardrobe. Well, now that I'm older, mm -hmm. looking back, I wish I would have bought fewer things, mm -hmm. but more special pieces mm -hmm. and that's what I feel like your pieces are they're certainly at an at a very fair price point yes. for other things in the marketplace yeah. but um, to only if we look at life more like a capsule collection mm -hmm. I think of it like when you go on a trip when you put it all together mm -hmm. like maybe you only need a few of those capsule collections exactly. and it pulls you through. Exactly. And I love like your jacket in the, it's like a tweed from Oscar de la Renta mm -hmm. or from Coco Chanel or Valentino. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it all, it could take you from city to wearing it over yeah. a summer dress. Yes. Exactly. And I think that's really interesting too. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. was that your, did you did you buy a lot of pieces that were inexpensive or did you save up and buy the one incredible or a few incredible pieces? So I actually grew up loving vintage and I would oh, always want yes. to find the best like designer piece that I can find in the best price. And why I love vintage so much is because I like to find the pieces that I know I can bring back from a few years ago or a few decades ago. And that's, I, I think that's my inspiration. And so when I- Timeless style. Exactly. 
And so it's not like, shop. oh, that's 2022 or that's 2020, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but we're seeing mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. that it could be the 30s, yes. the 60s, yes. the 70s, yes. the 90s. Exactly. You could, you could style from any generation. Yeah. And your print was painted from the 30s, which is and I so amazing. That. And it's an amazing story. And already when we take it when we take it from there and we change the colorways, we tweak a few things, it looks so modern. Yeah. And so I think that's the beauty of fashion and why I love it so much is that you can it's almost like you repeat decades and history and culture, but yet you can make it into your own language, your own twist, put your twist on it. And how you wear it is different than how I wear it. And I think that's what really um, is interesting and inspiring about fashion. Um, and so I used to buy a lot of vintage when I was younger because I couldn't obviously afford right. what I really wanted to buy. But I've had the, um, the luxury to study fashion, study art. So I can actually understand how to make garments. And so now I'm in a position where I can actually really, you know, if I really believe in something, I want to make it to the best I can. And we put a lot of effort and thought into making one dress. Like your dress has all of these little embroidery stitched edgings. There's um, three mm -hmm. layers of ruffle mm -hmm. because I think that having the three layers is going to give you a little bit more romanticism in the dress. Makes yeah. the print come alive. Um, yours, At the flow. Yes. It's almost like you can see the flowers exactly. blowing in the wind yes. as you walk. And exactly. you, it just, it makes me have an emotion to wear it. Yeah, I'm a very emotional person. Yes. <laughs> so it really comes out in the clothes, I think. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't care how old we are. A woman loves a twirly dress. Yes, I agree. I agree. And to see that flow. Well, I think it's interesting because as you know, um, our, my daughter, Bella, mm -hmm. she's definitely a teenager where every day she would wear a pair of Lululemon skirts mm -hmm, or um, mm -hmm. and a, a sweatshirt with mm -hmm. it. But when she's buying clothes, it's so, um, it's hard for her. We just have been ordering some things online and they come in and they're just not made well. Yeah. And I think that that's, and that's what she says to me, mom, the fabric's not great. Mm -hmm. So it's hard for her to see what her mom's doing yes, yes. and then know that her price point yeah. is different. Yeah. But, um, but I feel like your clothes also cover a lot of generations mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that me as a 54 year old, mm -hmm. you could also see a 20 something. Mm -hmm. So when you're designing it, like how do you, is it the length of the skirt that maybe dictates it? Mm -hmm. Although, mm -hmm. I'm still wearing shorts at my yes, age. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And I think a lot of girls are also wearing midi dresses and maxi yeah. dresses at many ages as well. And I think sleeves are a certain type of fashion statement. So it doesn't matter what age you are. You can wear a high neck and a big sleeve, and that's that's fashion. Yes. Um, and so I don't. I I believe in generational clothing. I believe that. A woman in her 50s or 70s or 30s or 20s should be able to understand the same language that we are doing. Um, I don't believe in just kind of making clothes for one box. You know, it's yes. clothes, it's fashion, yes. and that's a little bit why I think I love vintage so much too, because you don't know who's going to wear it next, right? And you don't know what you're going to find. You don't know who wore it before, um, and so yeah, I believe I don't think that it should be in one box, and so. We want to make sure that we're kind of reaching the broader audience as well. And I love that you mentioned your travels because mm -hmm. I think that um, what our youth goes through, like what we experience as 
young girls mm -hmm. affects who we are mm -hmm. so much. And I think travel also shows us a different idea because when now the world is so international. You see everything on your mm -hmm. phone. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we're watching the mm -hmm. war in the U yeah. Ukraine, and you mm -hmm. can see everything immediately. And we could see what people wore. What I love even more than the runways is the street style mm -hmm. for New York Fashion Week mm -hmm. or London Fashion mm -hmm. Week or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I think the women of the Caribbean maybe used color. Mm -hmm. And I'm even seeing, like, when I get the emails from Berger Goodman in New uh -huh. York that they're like showing color for uh -huh, New Yorkers. Uh -huh. <laughs> Do you think New Yorkers might actually start wearing color? You know, it's, it's crazy because I lived in New York for so long and I will admit I have a lot of black in my closet. Yes. It's kind of my go-to as well. Um, but I do think fashion is changing in a way where color and bright prints and emotional pieces are, um, it really, it, it defines your style. So I think a lot of women are finding different ways to mix in the different bright colors with a blazer like yours or mm -hmm. a jean jacket or denim or sneakers. I've seen a lot of women wear sneakers with their dresses, which totally Love changes it. up the look. Totally. Yes. And that's what I'm planning on doing for our summer travels. Mm -hmm. Um, because I think that that's, I mean, thank God, because it used to be you were the ugly <laughs> tourist with your yes. tennis shoes on. <laughs> that, but now the tennis shoes are more than the fancy and shoes. And but there's it is, a lot of cute tennis shoes out there. So I love a good tennis shoe. I see that so much. Yeah. So um, your family, to go back to that, your sister's an artist. She is. We're both artists. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> and my, my mom was just like, okay, we have two artists in the family. Let's just. And she supported both of us. She That's was amazing. So supportive. Yeah. So, um, what is your heritage? I'm Korean. Korean. And mm -hmm. so, there's that. Um, it, are, are Korean moms known to be tiger moms? She. So, my mom is actually a business owner herself. She oh. ran her business for over 30 years. And I really think that's where I got a lot of my just instincts because mm -hmm. I grew up in the back of her store. What did she do? She owned a Korean bookstore. And then she also um, started the Korean cosmetics in the U.S. She was one of the very first people in Chicago that introduced Korean cosmetics in, the, in her area. And now, actually, like 20 years later, since she brought it in, it's, it's like exploded, right? Wow, I feel like Korean yes. cosmetics is everywhere. It is. Right? Yeah. is truly being like the premium. So, uh, so she knew the struggle of being yes. a woman, managing a family, mm -hmm. and balancing mm -hmm. all of that. Mm -hmm. And um, and to add more family, your husband yes. is, in essence, part of your business. He is, he is. yes. And working with my husband. Yes. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that Rob. How long, how long have you guys been in the business together? We've worked together for 10 years. Okay. So I just had our 10th anniversary for the Vintage Contessa. Thank you. Um, and before that, I worked with my father and my brother. Oh, okay. For 22 years in our marble and granite wow. company. Wow. And that was a big deal for me to choose to leave to chase my passion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, and for us, my we were in the construction industry. Yeah. And my dad was a first generation of um, immigrants mm -hmm. from Sicily. Mm -hmm. And he just didn't believe fashion was a viable mm -hmm. um, 
And it's true. It's hard yeah. to be to make a living yeah. in the fashion industry. Mm -hmm. It's hard to be able to make enough money to be able to buy exactly. <laughs> what you're building and what you're doing. Yeah. So I think it's amazing that your parents um, were supportive of that. I can't mm -hmm. say my parents weren't supportive, but I could say that they just led me and they said, you're accustomed to living a certain style of life. And <laughs> if you become a shop girl, you might not be able to do that. Um, but I think that all those other things add layers mm -hmm. to what you're doing because mm -hmm. as a business owner, you probably don't spend, like what percentage of the time do you get to sit at a desk and sketch and design? I, I wish, you know, I don't even know. You're right. 5%? You're right. You're right. 10%? Probably on the weekends. Exactly. Yeah, on the it's weekends. not the main, oh look, is somebody coming to shop? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about that. So your lines, you um, people can buy them in fifty different retailers and online. Yes, yes. Like I your actually website. think we're, we're probably past that because we keep growing. But um, yes, the people can shop them on specialty boutiques in the U.S. Um, we have an online store as well, uh -huh. and we are carried very heavily in Tootsie's here in Houston. Yes, um, they support us so so much. They love you. Yeah, so we love them. It's so, um, uh, and I, do you think that, I mean, obviously you've created a storefront. There was yeah. a, a trend for a while that people were closing down storefronts yes. and selling online. Yes. And now I feel like the trend's going back yes. to being in person, partially because of this wanting to have the texture, mm -hmm. wanting to try it on. Mm -hmm. And even though I thought I would be most drawn to the pink, mm -hmm. I chose the bone yeah, color yeah. and yeah. so tell us a little bit about what makes that experience different yeah. i'm so glad that you you asked me this because it's something i really believe in is personable experience mm -hmm. and yes i shop online too but it's very like how do i say it's very like like this you know i shop like yes. this online like okay right. yes yes cart cart and then i'll return and i'll keep i'll return Right. But I think that what we're losing in this whole like going into online, which I think online shopping is great, but you don't, you really miss the personal experience mm -hmm. of showing a collection, being at an atelier and seeing what the designer and the sales team and the marketing team are really presenting. You know, we're presenting not just clothes, but like a lifestyle. This is our inspiration. This mm -hmm. is what we, we chose for this collection, the story, the colors behind it. and. What I really want to do with um, this opening this house is to be able to open our doors and say, yes, you can shop here, but it's also come with your friends. Let's have to wine have together. Let's, yes. let's look at beautiful clothes, try things on, spend three hours here if you want. We'll be here to, to shop with you. Um, and I think that's something, I don't want to lose that spark in fashion. Mm -hmm. I don't want to become just the online direct-to-consumer kind of brand. I want to be able to cater towards our customers that love us so much that it is the clothes, but it's also, um, there's many different stories behind one clothing, right? So that's really why I wanted to open up these doors and not take the investment into marketing into a whole online brand. Well, and the French do that do so they? well. <laughs> I mean, with, um, with, like, when I think back to Coco Chanel mm -hmm. and I was able to purchase in an auction, mm -hmm. Um, an experience to go to her apartment, mm -hmm. but she oh, wow. had her apartment upstairs from where her store was, and then oh, she wow. did the 
Yes, and she used the staircase that's still there mm -hmm. to showcase, and then the she would have people there. And it's got goosebumps. <laughs> and it, it's truly, so to me, a vintage girl that really loves the story behind it. Mm -hmm. And I, mm -hmm. I look at my clothing as an expression of art. Yes. And I, I struggle with it because I'm, um, I've really tried to spend so much time understanding my purpose and our purpose in life mm -hmm. and faith mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. giving back. And mm -hmm. I have, and, and people will say, oh, monetary things, or we don't need more things. And mm -hmm. I'm, I just feel. I look at fashion differently. I feel like it's um, a way to express ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's a way to connect with people without words. Mm -hmm. It opens so many conversations yes. to me. Yes. To and um, if when you are dressed up, like um, I dressed to go to the hospital with Bella yesterday for our <laughs> appointment, and the woman in the front's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like. She, and she was the youngest child at six weeks to get rabies shots. And we would dress to go for our rabies shots oh my goodness. at the hospital. And I dressed to get on a plane when mm -hmm. she wanted to wear sweatpants mm -hmm. a few weeks ago. She, and I wore this beautiful dress behind you, that fabric with the purple and the blue. And I get on a plane and the flight attendants are like, wow, you look beautiful. But it's also because you're going, I'm going, it's my lifestyle. I'm yes. filming at the office. Yes. I'm running to go pick her up, stopping by the grocery store, going to the plane, and then yes. getting off and having drinks at our hotel and yes. meeting a client. Yes. So it's not like your your life now is so complex. Yes. Yes. So do you find that you dress for every yes, occasion I, still? I think so. You know, that's a good example during COVID, like the very height of COVID. Oh, girl, yes. The height of COVID, um, <laughs> I wanted to go to the grocery store. And so I think it was Central Market. And I wore this big <laughs> maxi red, white, patchwork, beautiful boho looking dress. I mean, uh -huh. from, our, from our collection. Um, <laughs> this lady comes up to me and she's like, Miss, I am so glad you wore this beautiful dress to the grocery store. You just put a smile on my face because COVID has been really hard. <laughs> That makes me, it's true, right? Oh my God, right? oh my it God. Really but that's how I felt. Like I wanted to wear a pretty dress and go to the grocery store, even though- Because it lifted your spirits yes. and then yes. the people around you, <laughs> it lifted their spirits. Yeah. And I, um, I went to this um, prayer room to um, pray over because Bella's going through some medical things. And this sweet girl who I could tell was on the spectrum in some way. And she looked, and I was dressed for video later. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And she looked at me and she goes, I love your outfit and oh, I love your color. And I thought, okay, like maybe that's what I, who I dressed for today. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. I want to give women permission to dress just because and yeah. encourage them when they have a bad day, that's the other thing, yeah. is yeah. to put on something that you love mm -hmm. and not save things. I feel like I wasted so much time mm -hmm. saving things mm -hmm. in my closet. Are you a saver? Or do you? I am. I am. I uh -huh. have boxes in my house that I have not unpacked and they're all closed from my previous jobs. Wow. Because I save them. And I actually really love opening them from time to time. Like oh, I, yes, yeah. like you were giving yourself a gift. Yeah, so I used to work at... Yeah, tell us about yeah, so Malandrano. Yeah. So, or Malandrino. Yeah, Malandrino. Okay. But before that, I worked at Nanette Lepore. Oh, yes. Her. I do, and she did lace mm -hmm. and beautiful fabrics mm -hmm. and color. Yes. When color wasn't yes. 
everywhere. Yeah. And so I have clothes that I've kept from her like neatly packed into a box. So I'll, oh. I'll like randomly go through my boxes from time to time like, uh -huh. oh, this was from like 2006 Nanette Lepore or you know, like things like that. And it's an emotional attachment that I have with yes. them, but it's because yes, they're clothes, but their memories of a designer's past. Where you wore them and yeah, what you experienced exactly. in them. Yeah. What, what, ha what dinner did you go to or what yes. event did you go to? And so that's also why I think a lot of the clothes in my collection are very special because I want to give that special piece to the woman that's wearing it. Where are you going and wh when do you want to wear it and how you want to feel when you wear it. So I think it's just a natural like evolution that I have with my experience and what I'm doing now. And so what happened to Nanette Lepore? Is she... I think she's still around. I'm not exactly sure. Uh -huh. I, I do know that her, I think, I'm, I'm, you know, I don't know. I it's don't okay. Know. I don't know what happens. I don't want to say, but I think she's still around. I do uh -huh. follow her on Instagram and she still looks amazing and she looks Aww. fabulous with her husband. So um, living her best she, life, yeah, exactly, moving on. Exactly. Uh, and I think we can all grow through our different journeys and then life changes. And I think that's when it, so how did you know you had 10 years in New York working yeah, and then you, you, you were engaged and you were planning your wedding yes. clothes and yes. your clothes to wear on your honeymoon. Yes, and yes. that's where the passion for this yes. line came from. Yes. Like, how did you feel brave enough to leave? I know. Oh, I know. I know. Well, I, I mean, I, I made that decision to leave New York City because I met my now husband and it was either him moving to New York City or me coming to Houston and he's in oil and gas. And so there was nothing for him to do in New York City. And I was working for other mm -hmm. designers. And mm -hmm. so we just, I, I took that leap of faith. You know, I think I was also at a time in my life where I was ready, like, okay, I worked this much. Mm -hmm. I'm, I can either keep going up the ladder mm -hmm. or I take a chance and, hey, I found love and I'm really proud of that and I don't know Houston. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, let's, let's go. Let's go. So I, I, I left my job. Um, I sold my condo in New York. I had a life there, like all my friends. So that was all. I left all that behind and I came to Houston. I didn't know really a lot of people. <laughs> um, and then I was really busy because I had to plan for my wedding. And I already had a list like, okay, I'm gonna buy this dress, this dress, this shoe, da 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 da. And my husband and I were talking about it. Well, he's like, you are a designer. Why don't you just make your own clothes? And I looked at him, I was like, do you know how much it's gonna take for us to start me making clothes? And then if I wanna try to sell, you know, all, we had this whole conversation because yes. he was very supportive. Like, you, You're like, oh, honey, you, you don't just design it and make it. No, There's so no, exactly, much more. That goes back exactly. to the how much time you get to sit at a desk exactly. sketching. But he really pushed me. He's like, he's like, you, you can figure it out. Just do it. I you know, let, let's do it together. And so we kind of just pulled together, and you know, here we are. I guess I, I had a few few pieces for that capsule collection for my wedding. I had. Um, actually, this this white lace was the very first dress. Yeah, that oh, was for my such engagement a classic. Photo. That dress, yeah. Jackie Kennedy could have worn it in the '60s, yeah. and I believe Bella could wear it 20 years from now. It's as actually one of the most desired dresses still. It's gorgeous. Um, from I made it in 20, and it's basically a shirt dress yeah. Yeah. made of lace. Yeah. 
which so it's an like, interesting mm-hmm. that complete yeah. expected yeah. unexpected yes like, and you can open it up and wear it as a cover-up with yes. a bathing suit. Yes. Or you can wear it clothes with sandals or sneakers or wedges, whatever. But that was my engagement photo dress. Um, but ever since then, that was really the um, jumping point. And I think the, the reaction was so well-received that it kind of gave me the confidence, like, okay, let's really do a proper collection, get on the wholesale market, and just go for it. And I was very fortunate to have... Um, amazing people around me to help me with that too so and I I appreciate you say fortunate because I don't think it's luck I think it's so much work I think Mm -hmm. it's um, and what I found from most people that I have as guests and um, I don't I don't look at it just as monetary success I mean you're successful you're known you're Mm -hmm. but you you're so passionate about Mm -hmm. it um, there's a term icky guy. I don't know if I've ever shared no, that with you before. No, but I think before. I was reading about it. Yes, and it's the Japanese term, <clears> and it it's when you um, find something you love to do, mm-hmm. and something that work, makes the world a better place, mm-hmm. and you could be paid to do it. Mm-hmm. Then you're able to do to work at it all the time, and then you reach this state of flow. Yeah. And But in order to get to that place, there's so much work Mm -hmm. that goes into it. And I think, and again, I'm, it's probably not fair to generalize, but a lot of millennials think they want to be a fashion designer and they graduate from college and Mm -hmm. they want to start their fashion design. Mm -hmm. And you, it took all that experience of growing Mm -hmm. up and going through school Mm -hmm. and then working. Yes. (laughs) And I look back and I say openly had it not been that I was joining forces with Rob I would have failed because I would have wanted this the moment I opened Mm -hmm. my store I would have invested in all the Mm -hmm. product and had a location Mm -hmm. and had employees Mm -hmm. when really most successful people start as their I call it my side hustle yes like I was (laughs) traveling to Italy with the Marvel and Granite company Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm buying bags and pieces for myself and wow. I started buying for friends yeah. and then Rob was in the business and then I worked with him for a few years when I worked with the family and then I left Wow! because it it doesn't just ha- it's not you build it and they come no there's a lot of building till they come mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely and like I find the most you're not just like for us we're just buying something that's created that I look at and I think someone you're finding the product, the manufacturer, and that's mm-hmm. been hard. Mm-hmm. Shipments mm-hmm. did not come during COVID. Mm-mm. You weren't able to travel to go mm-hmm. to New York to go look at mm-hmm. those fabrics in person. You weren't able to meet with the stores yes. to buy. Yeah. So let's talk about that, the pivot, that hopeful mm-hmm. word, but that's just mm-hmm. true as an entrepreneur mm-hmm. every day. Yeah, I completely, completely agree with you. It's it took years. Like this is this is all so beautiful. It's dreamy, romantic, but this all I I really believe is years and years of experience of me working as an intern, an assistant designer, and hustling to understand, like doing all the um the trims and all of the production and production fittings to make sure that the designers and head designers that I was working for, the fit is perfect, the artwork is perfect. And so, yes, I've had 
many years of experience working very, very late nights for all the people that I've worked for. <laughs> but before that, I, I went to art school. I studied, I studied fine arts for my, like my whole life. Like mm -hmm. six years old is when I knew, okay, I'm going to be a fashion designer. And I don't know why, but I just, I just always loved art. And so I studied painting and drawing and um, textiles, um, garment making since I was six all the way up until college. Then I worked in New York. So I, I do believe that it all, it happens really fast for me, the company, because mm -hmm. I launched it in 2020, mm -hmm. but 2019, but 2020, but already we're here. And so I do believe that all of that, that quick growth, which I, I know we're still growing, but that really came from experiences of who my vendors are. Like I have very, very, very strong ties with my production vendors, um, my fabric vendors, because I've known them for years. Yes. Um, my, and my, to build that trust yeah, you is can't just not, and that's why during COVID, I was still able to ship because because you I could trust, and you yeah. had a communication level mm -hmm. that you they knew your expectations, yes. they knew what you wanted, mm -hmm. and you could rely upon them to exactly. deliver. And we're helping each other. So for me, I actually grew during COVID um, mm -hmm. because I was still able to ship and manufacture with my partners in New York and in China. Mm -hmm. um, we were just helping each other. We knew COVID was happening, but we're like, okay, hey, this company is growing, so let's mm -hmm. just continue. Mm -hmm. um, so I actually didn't really have many problems shipping, unfortunately. Wow. Um, and now we're, you know, now we've gone through that hard mm -hmm. time and we're all growing. So we're all happy, you know, we're all still supporting each other. Um, but that wouldn't have happened if I would, if I didn't know anybody and people would be like, no, we're not going to work with you kind of thing because we've, I've known that for so long. Um, but that's why I think people and relationships are very important. No matter what you do, no matter where you work, you should always do your best and work hard and, you know, you gain respect from people. Um, and I think I've, I've had that over the years and I feel like I have a lot of vendors I can work with and call if I ever need help um, because I'm there for them as well. And I think that's just such a part of collaboration. Mm -hmm. It's trust, it's respect. Mm -hmm. I was um, going back again to Bella's medical stuff. I was mm -hmm. on the phone with a doctor mm -hmm. this morning and she said, oh, they can't meet that week anyway that it's spring break. And I said, oh, probably because the doctor's on spring break. Mm -hmm. She goes, you thought about the doctor being on spring break? She goes, no one thinks about that. And I said, the own, the best relationships mm. are when both people consider the other people yeah. and when you have a respect for each other's journeys. Yeah. And that's where the real growth happens. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's true with everything. And maybe mm -hmm. COVID allowed us all time to stop and mm -hmm. realize mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. because there's probably places cheaper yeah. that have courted you, mm -hmm. that want you to change. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Or they want to put that shine now that you're successful and you're doing, but in the beginning, they weren't knocking at your door. Yeah, exactly. So we have a Texas saying called mm -hmm. you dance with the one that brung you to the party. I don't know if no, you've ever heard that. Like I've it's such heard. bad grammar, Wait, you but you again? dance with the one that brung you. Okay. <laughs> so tacky, but it's oh, true. Like if you got I somewhere because of someone, yeah. like you stick with them yeah. because it has meaning yeah. and there's a history there mm -hmm. and there's so much um growth from that yeah. so um you are so authentic what does um authenticity mean to you oh that's that's a very good question <laughs> um i do believe in being honest mm -hmm. i believe in you know being 
I believe in loyalty. I don't Ugh. know how 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 loyal people. You know, it's, yes. it's everyone. I know you work for yourself, and you have to watch out for yourself. Yes. But I do believe in just what you said. The very first people that you meet and that were involved with you in the beginning, no matter what you do in life, I think it's always important to respect and remember and to really give back. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that there's always going to be somebody better, and there's always going to be somebody better than me. You know, right? And that. that it's, Yes. Exactly. Staying humble, like no matter how the moment you feel successful, mm-hmm. something's going to come yeah, your way to exactly. remind you that it's fleeting. Yep. So be thankful. Be grateful yeah, be every grateful. day. Yeah. Choose that. Mm-hmm. Yes. And just really enjoy every day. What I love, I come here to work and um, there's three girls working here mm-hmm. right now in this house. and. It's so fun. You know? Yes. Yesterday we were sitting in that corner with the windows open and Ugh, we were just hanging dreamy. out. But it's, it's it's um it was work. You right. Know, that, this was this was us working and it was really nice to have that moment. See, we all work really hard, but yet we could still enjoy and really be in a space that inspires us. Mm-hmm. Um. So you know, just be humble and be grateful. Yes, because sometimes that to do list of. Mm-hmm. Call this vendor, mm-hmm. check on this. Mm-hmm. It gets so that you forget to stop and smell the roses mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. enjoy the journey. Mm-hmm. So tell us about the open house tomorrow. Oh, um, so tomorrow will be the official day of opening this beautiful atelier. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. So we'll be opening from, I believe, 9 till 5. But after mm-hmm. tomorrow, we'll be opening Friday, day. March what? 4th. Fourth, yes. Because someone today. might be listening to this later, and then after that, they can call and make an appointment. Yes, absolutely, yes. Or you can walk in anytime. We'll be here, but it's really nice Monday to through make an Friday. Yeah, yeah. Through and I think that's helpful. And I've found that that's kind of been happening. Like um, we work closely with Cartier, and they are only accepting by appointment. Okay. Even after the um, pandemic, and mm-hmm. I, um, I think we might get to that place because I think it's hard when you're, when some of your most favorite clients, or not that you have a favorite, mm-hmm. some of the people that you've worked with the longest mm-hmm. show up at the same time, mm-hmm. and you feel like pulled between yes. how you. Yes. Yeah. And work with them. So, are you doing custom work for people? Are you designing? Are you really asked, focusing? I have been asked that actually on your collection. Yeah, and maybe in the future we will offer custom work. Um, uh-huh. Right now, my bandwidth is we have four collections a year. So, I which is four just collections a year. So and we, let's talk about that. We, like, what, how far in advance? No, we're in March right now, right? We're yeah, March. we just started March. But we are now selling wholesale for fall 2022. So that's coming out in September. You were in New York yes. at a big, yeah. you, and you set up and... Yeah, so my girl was in New York, Libby. Uh-huh. She's our uh-huh. director of sales. She's in New York. She's actually still selling right now. We're in the oh, okay. for fall, mm-hmm. which is coming out in September. Mm-hmm. But I'm already designing for resort 2023. That's where wow. my brain is. So I'm designing right so now. So resort 2023 is like the holidays? Yeah. So you kind of yeah. So holiday ish resort. Yes. President's Day, like that kind of because like that's usually that this time around like people are traveling like around December, January is like when resort will come out. And that means going to a tropical place. Exactly. Well, I would like to go. I don't know where other people like to go, but I like tropical. So yes, it's it's called resort. Or they also call it pre-spring because right before spring comes out. Right. Okay. 
and then spring 2023 will come out in February. Almost a year and then, do you do holiday also? Do you create um, some pieces, or is that I did some. difficult? It's, I did was this some. holiday? This is a pre-fall. That was pre-fall. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's the interesting thing. Interesting thing is like the collection itself is so like seasonless. I right. Feel like it's kind of. I'm still trying to find the language of the collection. Like sometimes, you know, we Yeah, because if it. you pigeonhole it, then yeah. people think they only should wear it during that season. Exactly. exactly. And it's it's difficult. But I'm still wearing this in spring. But and beautiful. I do love that now you can wear cream bone white mm -hmm. year round. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And especially in the south. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about lace fabrics. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you can wear linen? Mm, I get I, concerned here, about wearing yeah. linen before Easter, maybe spring break, mm. if you're like in Rockport or Corpus or something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I feel a little odd wearing linen. Yeah, usually linen comes out in the summer. And After Easter. Where, yeah, that's usually when I'll wear linen. Yes, um, that's kind of where I am with linen. And I'm still linen. getting to understand Texas weather. Yeah, because you couldn't wear linen in Chicago. No. Like you wouldn't even think about no. wearing linen. No. It's too cold. <laughs> it's way too cold. No. And I mistakenly went to New York in April once. It was probably still cold. Right? It was, and I didn't bring a leather jacket. And mm. I and I think that's something that I love about, like specifically this piece that I bought from you, is that I could put on a green leather jacket mm. with that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and wear it from when it's mild in the south to fly somewhere mm -hmm. and um, and it's about layering yes. things, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. Um, so lace is a big part of what you do. Mm -hmm. How do you decide, like you did that pink, this and pink mm -hmm. in cotton and in chiffon, mm -hmm. how do you decide which fabrics and styles? So I love texture. And so in the collection, you'll always see like the same print in like a different texture, like a different fabric quality and mm -hmm. always, always a different colorway. Um, I think it's just a way to round out the collection to give it a little bit of depth rather than just having one type of fabric. Mm -hmm. um, and also fabrics and prints look so different in a different color and a different fabric. Yeah, so, like cotton is they're very different than silk crinkle chiffon, mm -hmm. and then there's satin, and then there's linen, and then there's crepe, and so there's so much big variety in fabrications that I like mm -hmm. to really play with different layers. Mm -hmm. um, in the design process, I will sample like the same print in a few different fabrications because I never know what I'm gonna like. Yes. Mm -hmm. I never know, so I always So play. even you sometimes need to see yeah, it in of person. Course. I always, always. Because you can have an impression in your head and then, yeah, and then and it not, turns out differently. Um, so I always, in my development process, will sample an XYZ amount of a few different fabrications to make mm -hmm. sure I like the quality mm -hmm. for the dress or the blouse. So it's very fabric driven. Yes. Um, we pay a lot of attention to fabric quality. And then comes the silhouette. And I think the weight of the fabric mm -hmm. is very and important. the finish at the ends yeah. I also yeah. find to be Your important. Your dress has all of the like mm -hmm. the little embroidery this stitch finish. Detailing is mm -hmm. really spectacular. Yeah. It's, it's one different. of my favorite little finishes. And even your buttons mm -hmm. are different. Are they? Yeah. Like I, little dome covered buttons. Yes. I think that's really special. Yeah. So um the 
you don't have a lot of them in this collection, but the I got this in the slip dress, and I've been it's amazing. And it's I love it, and I wore it to um, Carbone in Miami, which is okay. like such a hard reservation to get. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I didn't realize we got there, and it was like a dance club <laughs> in a, as a restaurant. I was like. Thank God I picked something chic with the 20-somethings over there wearing very little clothes. Oh my God, oh my God. How do you look good oh next God, to that? Oh but um, So our, I'm like trying to figure out how to, because sometimes I'm like, okay, well, I could wear it a little lower when I'm out with Rob with a jacket yes. on, but if I'm wearing it to the store, do you put a t-shirt underneath it? Like, how are how do you feel comfortable? I've seen some people even doing turtlenecks that are mm, long sleeve. Mm, like, mm -hmm. how do you see it? So in particular with that type of dress, it's uh -huh. perfect for layering. That uh -huh. dress is perfect for a little turtleneck underneath with boots. Yes. For the fall winter time. Uh-huh. Or like you said, you can wear it with a little jacket for a little evening out. So I'm I'm always about layering. I like mm -hmm. to kind of layer on top of fabrications and colors. And so I do try a lot of our dresses to have that option, but something like yours is perfect for like a little blazer or a little pretty little jacket, tweed jacket or something. So I think a lot of the dresses can lean into the layering. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's interesting too, is it's okay now to put a tweed with a floral. And maybe it was yeah. always okay, but I didn't feel, I felt like it was more editorial and Vogue mm. or Elle or Bazaar mm -hmm. than me wearing it down mm -hmm. the street. Mm -hmm. But I love, will you grab your um, blue um, tweed oh, this jacket? One. Yes. Because yes, I yes. think it's so great with this. I mean, I have this, and I mean, strangers compliment me with this, and mm -hmm. I love adding like Chanel brooches. Yes, I loved when you did that. Yes, I but really like mixing it, it with these, mm -hmm. and even if that's not the same color, it still goes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I had this on today when I got dressed. Oh, okay. So you would even too. do blue with the black. Mm -hmm. And I looked really cute. It is good. Mm -hmm. And you said you're always cold. I'm always cold. Because there's a lot of air conditioning in Texas. <laughs> So much. I know. Even when it's a hundred out, we have to have a jacket. People are like, "What? I need a jacket in Texas in the summer." I'm like, "Oh yeah, when you're packing to come here." Actually, when I got here, I didn't understand the weather very well, mm -hmm. and so it was really hot and humid. I was like, "Okay, I just need like a strappy dress." Yeah. But then I'd go inside, and I'm like, "Okay, cool. Ooh, it's freezing." So cold. Yeah. Maybe that's why the collection is kind of built that way because I always it was felt real like life. I need a little layer. Yes. But I don't want a thick thick puffy jacket. I right. want like a thick something. Because then that's like, if this is flowing, exactly. you don't want that to be too stiff and structured. Exactly. So maybe that's why it naturally has all these light layers that are a little mm -hmm. bit special. Mm -hmm. so I think it might be just me reacting to where I am. But I think <laughs> that's what makes it so real. I think that's what makes you so real is you're reacting to mm -hmm. where you are yeah. and you're living that real authentic life yeah. and you're bringing so much passion from so many years and so many experiences and you're just absolutely so lovely. I'm Aww. so proud Thank of you. you. I you. love collaborating with you. I love the energy and um, Thank you so much for allowing us to come in today. Thank you, Adam, for always being Thank the you. hot guy behind the, um, <laughs> the, the, the videos. And um, tell them where they can follow you on Instagram and your website. Yes, so our website is um, www.christylynn.com. Our Instagram is Christy Lynn Collection, so you can follow us there. Okay, wonderful. Thanks so much, guys. You'll be seeing me in a lot of Christy Lynn. <laughs> Thank you. It's hard to pass up. All right, y'all have a great 
authentic journey until we meet again.